Hey everybody, welcome back to Building an Iconic Life and I have got another special guest for you today, a very, very dear friend of mine. Her name is Gail Craft, and I'm telling you, she's going to blow your socks off, so stay tuned. Welcome to Build an Iconic Life podcast. I'm your host, Chris Whitehead. And this podcast is dedicated to help you build a life with zero regrets by focusing on how you have everything you need to stand up, stand out, and live life on your terms. Let's dive right in. Hey, Gail. How you doing? Hey. Oh, hi, Chris. I'm doing fantastic. How about you? Oh, I'm doing really, really well. And, uh, you know, we're running in some similar circles right now. And, I know so much that I swear to God we could do a four-hour podcast, and I'm going to do my very best, everyone I am, to keep this to about 30 minutes. Um, so let's go ahead and just start right off the bat. Okay. Who is Gail Craft? Now. <laughs> oh, now. I know, I'm going to start hard. <laughs> right now. So right now, um, Gail Craft is a person who has shed and peeled back most of the things in my life that have held me back. And I have to say, um, the trauma that I've had, the negative experiences, um, the good experiences, and the joy that I, I've had all have made me prepare for this moment in my life. And what I mean by that is I have learned that those are part of who I am and has made me this person who can show up for whatever you need. So I, I call myself an empowerment master because I'm beyond a coach. Mm. And I can go mind, body, spirit. And, and I mean, you want to talk about your diet? I can, if I can't give it to you, I'll find who does. But what you eat is important. How you behave is important. What your choices are, are important. How you process information is important. And how you take care of yourself mentally as well as physically is important. And we cover it all. So give everybody that doesn't know you a teeny bit of pedigree because yeah. you didn't just show up on the scene and say, hey, I'm a, a master. You actually have worn many, many hats in your professional career as well as your personal life. You mind sharing with people a little bit about what you've done? Well, we can start with I am a kid from the streets of Boston. Um, I think my first transformation happened at around the age of 18. I did not go to school. I was working in a very prestigious office um, in an important role dealing with high-level executives with our customers and realized I had this really thick inner city accent. And it didn't matter how smart I was. I sounded stupid. So I worked on changing that. And then I discovered meditation. And I worked and I saw miracles happen with my meditation. I mean, I got ridiculously crazy jobs. I got, I met crazy, ridiculous people. And I did some amazing things, including an exorcism of a home Wow! <laughs> at a very young age. And so I started becoming curious about, well, what is this thing that we call life? And then I got wrapped up in life. And I was very, very successful in business. I was on the board of directors of a big company in downtown Boston, hated every second of it. And throughout my corporate career, 
did not quite feel like I fit. I was successful. I could make any project happen. I made projects happen that, you know, they couldn't get off the ground for five years and I was done in six months. But it didn't fill my soul. So I moved out to California, Chris, and I got my butt fired. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that was, and this is what I mean by the bad things, the best thing that ever happened. Because I went down the rat hole. I went down the, you know, the revenge. I hired a lawyer. I'm going to sue their butt. And, you know, I'm going to create all this chaos. And I ended up really not liking who I was becoming. And the day that I woke up and looked at myself and said, I can't stand you. I'm surprised you have any friends left. <laughs> Seriously, I couldn't stand myself. That's how toxic I had become. Um, I started making changes and I became a business process consultant. I got certified as a business process coach and um, realized there was a piece missing and that is the people. And I know that it's people first, then you succeed. If you have a team that supports you, you can do anything. And so um, I told the trainers, thank you very much for, you know, your time and your certification. I'm going to get me this thing called life coach certification because I feel I need to learn how to communicate better um, to get the people on board. Once I started that, Chris, it was it was over. The universe calls me now. I don't really plan much of anything anymore. I actually just wake up in the morning, say what needs to be done today. And the universe says uh, nothing today. I'm like, okay. Or 5,000 things, let's get going. Okay. <laughs> and it works. And your your skill set has not only been in the corporate environment, but you went all the way the opposite direction, started speaking on stages, started yeah. helping very, very successful people uh, with very, and all the successful people, especially 15, 20 years ago, they also had were under an umbrella company. We don't need to mention any names, but you were behind the scenes as well as on the stages of those scenes. You've come full circle through <laughs> this entire experience and remained in purpose. And so for everyone, um, we do this on video. We also put this out only on audio. So if you can't see Gail, um, Gail's not 25, everyone. Gail, Gail <laughs> is someone that is a little bit beyond retirement age and quite honestly is one of the most on fire human beings that I've ever met. And it's an inspiration to watch somebody that literally will not stop growing to become who they are meant to be as long as they have time on earth. And it's one of the reasons I'm so enthralled with you, besides just our personal connection. Um, it inspires me every day to say, hey, if Gail can do it, I bet you I can too. Um, and I just wanted everybody to know that this isn't coming from someone that has a new idea. This isn't coming from someone that's like, let's try something out. I don't believe that you're a try kind of person. You have been there, done that, explored all of it, and have found some critical key components to living what you believe is an iconic life, what you believe is a successful life. Let's jump into it real quick. Okay. What do you think are the foundational pillars that every human, because what I want people to do while they're listening, as you explain what you think these three or four pillars are, however many you have, I want people to say, yeah, I'm with that or Ooh, 
boy, I'm not focusing on that one because I know for me that I was able to create success in some of those pillars and the ones I didn't focus on were the ones that came and reared their ugly head that I had to go back, stop <laughs> literally everything I was doing and fix. And I want people to be able to focus on all of those concurrently to provide the results that they want. What do you think they are for you? Oh, well, I actually know what they are, Chris. You know, I have a new keynote that I've created and it's called the uh, flow formula. Yes, and it's actually crafting the flow formula. And there are three pillars and there's so much more, but these are the three main. And the first one is your state. And some call it emotional intelligence, right? It really is what state of mind are you in at the moment? And really be clear about what that is. And you can change that and you should change that immediately. If you're feeling depressed, you're feeling sad, you know, stand straight and tall, put your shoulders back, breathe in deeply, lift your chin up. You cannot cry. You can't be depressed. If you do, you can't. You Your physic, physical body will not be concurrent with your emotions and your emotion will change. Yeah, it's, it's actually chemical. Because yes. of the because of the movement of the body, chemicals move different inside of you that change that state of being. I agree. Right, right. right. And so it's very simple, right? If you are I'm feeling depressed, I don't know what to do. Well, stand up, move, right? Stand up tall and be proud. So that's that's the first one, your state. The second one is what is your intention? And what I mean by that, Chris, if you are a leader. If your intention is to manipulate and get your team to do something, you may call it perform. Your intention is known, even if it's just subjectively, and you will not keep good people on board. If your intention is to lead, to support, and to help them succeed, that's a whole different category. So be clear and be honest about your intention. Because if your intention is to manipulate, there are companies that you could work for. That that's their intention. Please align yourself with the company that meets your particular values. Doesn't matter. There's no good or there's no bad. Just align. Just align. Yeah, but there are consequences, everyone. Anything, I'm just saying, right. Maybe there isn't good or bad, but there are consequences. So. Right. Yeah, they're definitely. So number well, number one is karma. what is your state. Number yeah. one is what is your state. Yep. Number two is what is your intention. Right. which gets into core values, like what do you truly stand for? And what's the third? And the third one, I'm calling it mindful routine. And that's, Chris, you know what, what that stuff is. In the morning when you get up, don't be rote about what you do. Be mindfully aware of what you're doing. You get up. I'm going to say the M word, meditate. <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay, and if you have a, a reaction to that word, then just sit there quietly for just five minutes and breathe and pay attention to your breath. Don't meditate, just relax. And think about the parts of your body that you want to relax. Look at your forehead, relax your forehead, relax your eyebrows, relax your ears, relax the jaw, relax the back of your neck, relax your lower spine. Where do you hold your tension? Put your focus there and relax it. Don't start your day off tense. It, it, it'll ruin your day. So yes. if nothing else, relax. And here's the key about when you relax, you get yourself out of fight or flight. The resources that your brain uses to function says, oh, 
I'm not in fight or flight and I have all this energy, all these resources. What am I going to do? I'm going to get creative. I'm going to get step tap into my imagination. I am going to think about something greater than what's right in front of me. You will come up with solutions that'll blow your mind because you're allowing your body not to be locked in to fight or flight. Does that make sense? Oh, it more than makes sense. I live yeah. my life that way. Yeah. And um, it is literally the most joyful, like I, my life is joyful. And that doesn't mean that everything that happens in my life is wonderful. Um, I, 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 somebody tried to sell me and I think everybody in the world that, you know, you finally arrive somewhere and nothing ever hurts and you can be all powerful. And it's a hog of horseshit, everybody. The truth <laughs> is, is the, the more you achieve, the more you're required to serve. And, and just, that's a blanket statement. How you serve is how you serve. But the joy for my life is I feel tapped in. I won't say in control. That's not true. I don't feel in control. Actually, the more I grow, the less control I feel that I have. But I feel very tapped into my purpose. I feel very tapped into being present in the moment, not tomorrow, not yesterday, but right here, right now. And what's happening is my days used to go by really fast all the time. I now have memories. I'm willing to remember things and hold them and see the beauty in a moment that I used to not be able to see. And so I won't say that life is slowing down, but I will say that I'm capturing more of it. And that creates a joy in me because of one thing that you said there is an opportunity for my creativity, exactly how I was made to show up in that moment to help make a better meal. You know, I'm not always doing it by myself and it's fun because like you're one of those people in my world that I get to do that with. And I'm beginning to only accept those people in my world or people that are interested in learning more about it. Because the rest of the stuff that comes around to me is becoming noise. It's oh, just, it's noise. It, it is noise, Chris. I wrote down the word control and then a whole bunch of other ideas came into mind. But I think I want to get back to, to that word. Um, I'm I, I'm a reformed type A control. <laughs> me too. I mean, seriously. Um, it, 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 everything had to be perfect. There was... I had a sister-in-law who used to say, Gail, I could eat off of your floors. How do you do it? Right? It had to be perfect. Well, that's not so much the case anymore because what is important? Is it important to have my floor clean? Up to a certain point, yes. But do you have to be able to eat off of it? Of course not. Right? What are my priorities and why did I control? I controlled because I felt like I wasn't loved. I mm. controlled because I there was so much missing in me that I had to fill that space with control and absolute knowledge of what was next. What happens to us control freaks with, when that absolute knowledge is proven wrong? Ape shit. No kidding, no kidding. So you get fired, right? I mean, I stayed in a company that I knew was not the right place for me because I believed I could control the environment and make it change. Come on, a national company's I'm going to make them change? Of course not. Right. Of course not. Right. 
Um, but I learned so much from that. And because of all of the experiences that I've had, Chris, I'm able to show up for my clients and show up for my friends and say, I, I understand. I don't know what you're going through because no one knows your brain, but I can certainly empathize because I've been in similar situations and be honest about it. There's a, um, I was looking this up while you were talking because this is the life that you're living. It's the life that I'm living. Um, it's the life that we're encouraging people to live. And it's, it's scary everybody because, um, it's, it's much easier to remain in a false sense of security. And I say false sense of security because there is no such thing as security. Everyone <laughs> at any moment, the anthill can get knocked down. Um, and it doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how many moats you put around your castle. None of that matters. Um, the enemy has a funny way of uh, infiltrating all of that. But I was looking up a book I listened to about a year ago. Um, and it's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. And um, it's not a religious book, um, but it is about a man who became a multi-billionaire running a company who followed yogi practices. And the idea behind the book, and I recommend everybody read this or listen Absolutely. to it. Mm -hmm. But the idea behind it is that he allowed life to happen to him. So no matter what happened, he just moved in the direction that life was pushing him and he let go of control. And by the way, multi-billionaire and not to be a spoiler, but there was a time in the book where that was all being threatened. And it was the way he handled that threat that to me is the crescendo in the whole book that I don't want to give away to anyone. Um, but it's exactly what you're talking about right now. Learning to let go allows us to live. And it doesn't mean that we're irresponsible. It doesn't mean that we don't fulfill the integrous things that we've said to our business partners, our spouses, our children, our parents, whomever it is. You do those things as well, but you begin to do them with this sense of being in a flow state. And I know that's what your your formula is. So. Talk to everyone a little bit about what a flow state means to you. Oh, a flow state is it's similar to what you were just talking about. A flow state means that I allow myself to go down the river and 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 I'm not paddling up the river. Right? It's 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 you're not pushing on the boulder. Oh my god, there is my entire life before this has been grab the boulder and pull myself up the river and then wonder why I was ending up down the river some more. So, right. um, you know, it's stop fighting it um, and enjoy life. So life is is here for us to celebrate, for us to experience, for us to find some joy and, um, and, and find it. And if you're not finding it, then change your circumstances and don't allow yourself to get caught up in the past and the, I could go on forever. I'll give you a quick example of um, recently something happened in the family and my daughter called and she, she, I was in Indiana with my son and she's like, well, what are we gonna do? This is happening, this is happening. I'm like, honey, honey, that's probably not gonna happen for about six months. I'm really concerned with like right this minute, right now. She, but we need to think about this. 
Well, we need to consider that there are options, but we don't have to angst about it. No, I'm not going to get into this conversation. She was furious. Chris, within two days, circumstances changed, and that was a mooch. It was ridiculous, a waste of time and a waste of energy. Yeah. Right? And And I refused, and she was so frustrated. I refused to go down that path. So flow is refusing to go down a path that has nothing to do with right this minute because the only reality is this minute. I wish people would take more time to ponder what you just said. There is no more time than this minute. Um, I've literally spent decades thinking about that one sentence. And I know that makes me weird, everyone. So I don't give a shit. (laughs) But one of the things that I've learned in the process of the now, and this has been a hard one. So you guys that are listening to this, especially um, take note. It's okay to feel without having to place anything with the feeling who's at fault for the feeling or i need to express the feeling or i need to run away from the feeling see you can be going through something that is horribly negative and still be joyful you can be going through something that is horribly negative and allow that process to take place instead of hindering it simply by acknowledging the fact that you're having a feeling because that allows you to be in that moment I promise you that your body, if you give it time, will say, okay, I'm done feeling like this now. And then the solutions will start showing up. And just like you said, and and I'm aware of this too, you know, I run multiple companies. I've got multiple people that I'm talking to. I have a family. Um, We've got children that are coming of age. Um, There's a lot of uh, Wusan rubbing my earlobes and and, and taking long walks. Uh, just for the fact of people like to worry about the future or ponder the past. And most 90 some percent of all problems tend to work themselves out. And I've learned that because I would have gone crazy uh, running businesses and, and family if I didn't. But the one thing that I recognized in me is that I'm a guy and I'm a fixer. So if somebody has a negative feeling in the past, I wanted to attach to that feeling and I wanted to fix that feeling. And what I was doing is I was telling people as a leader, it's not okay to feel how you feel right now. Now, that's not what I was saying out of my mouth, but it's truly what I was telling them. It's not appropriate for you to feel this. Well, one of the tenets that I've learned is feelings are feelings and you're allowed to have them. So all you tough, I'm going to be nice. All you tough guys out there, If you're going through something, feel it, allow it to happen and don't place anything on top of it. Just let it be what it's going to be and let it pass. And what I've experienced for myself is that when I do, I tend to make better decisions. Step one, two, three, after I've felt those feelings. But when I make decisions in the middle of those feelings, I am emotionally drunk. And I promise you, I've just created five more problems I get to go solve now. Oh, no good no good decisions are made when your feelings are <coughs> high or low. Love, don't, don't say yes, please. <laughs> let let the hormones calm down or anger. They're they're extreme. So I want to say something about feelings. This has been my latest uh-huh, and it is a mind blower. The feelings that you feel. The second that you say, I feel sad, I feel angry, I feel whatever, you have just pulled the feelings from a folder in the past and you say, 
I recognize this feeling as anger. Let me go in my anger folder and see what that means. And it makes it worse because you've now labeled it and your body is going to say, oh, that's how I'm supposed to react to that feeling, right? So you are bringing the past forward, right? Or projecting in the future. You know, in a millisecond, you... everybody, in a millisecond. It's oh, not like millis- a conscious yeah. process that you're going through. It's Yep. Yep. And so if you can stop and stop naming it, the second that you say anger, sad, no, no, I'm just feeling something. Oh, where is that something in my body? Where am I feeling it in my body? Huh? Start describing it, not with a label, but with, is it hot? Is it cold? Is it big? Is it small? Is it square? Is it round? Is it red? Is it yellow? However you want to see it, but not labeling it, because you're now getting curious about it, it'll dissipate. It'll go. That's awesome. That's an awesome practice. Yeah. Yeah. So we only have a few minutes left and I want to, um, what are you doing right now? What are you getting ready to do next week? Oh, well, next week I will be at a symposium. It is a business technology leader symposium. And we're going to be talking about getting into flow. Getting into flow with C-level executives. You know, one of the biggest things that I've learned uh, coaching really high-level people um, is on the surface, they have to be very corporate. Makes sense. But they're some of the most woo-woo people I've ever met. They are people that are willing to dive into the unconscious mind. They're people that are willing to explore new ways of being a high-level person. And one of the things that I think is beautiful, Gail, is um, you're lit- you're going to be on stage, yes, doing that, yes, talking to C-suite executives about being in a flow state, yes, and about mind- we- mindful routines. <laughs> Have we come a long way in the world, everyone? Oh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. So, what else are you doing right now? What What are um, your intentions for the near future? Oh, my intentions for the near are well. Um, as I said to you before, you know, it's kind of kind of in flow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my intentions is to get on stage more often with the flow formula and, and share that wisdom. It really is a mind blower um, and expand that a little bit. I'm chewing around writing a book around it. And of course, I've got my podcast, the Empowering Process podcast, which gets into the difficult conversations. I talk about the pain. I'm talking with people. Um, I mentioned to you earlier that have severe trauma in their life and they have learned how to travel through it and transform and alchemize it. And if they can do it, you know, I hate this. If they can do it, you can do it. I hate that because I know whenever anyone said that to me, I, I would react, but it gives hope to people who may not have hope. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's a deep dive, everybody. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's not a fluffy podcast to listen to. It's, it gets into the real conversations with real people. And like, I like to say that are in the trenches with it, like they're mm-hmm. not, they're not effing around They're They, they've been there, they've done that, they've overcome it. And, um, you're connected to some extremely powerful people around the world. And, uh, it's really cool that you're getting them on your podcast. I really believe, um, I remember when you called me up and told me about um, the formula, how it just kind of came to you. Um, and I was talking about all these books I was reading and these thoughts I was having and everything. And, and, and 
it just started syncing up. Like I'm going through an experience, you're creating something on the back end of it that actually explains how that formula works. And um, I really, really believe that now is the time for your message to go out into a really large audience. And I appreciate the fact that you're busting your butt, having the time of your life, by the way, <laughs> but busting your butt yeah. in a purposeful way to help everyone out. Um, it's one of the things that I believe makes you so damn iconic. You know, yeah. you, you're unwilling to settle. I love yeah. that about you. It never was, never will. No point. Scrappy Boston girl, moves <laughs> to California, changes her accent, everyone, and changes the world. Gail, if if people want to get in contact with you, what, what are some of the best ways they can do that? Well, I do have a, a link that you can share later with a complimentary session, um, okay. but you can definitely follow me on LinkedIn, Gail Craft, KRAFT. You can follow me on Facebook. Do let me know that you found me through this podcast or I will not accept you as a friend. I have too many marketers coming right now. And <laughs> I'm not interested in unsolicited marketing, so don't even try, guys. <laughs> um, but yes, Amen. definitely, those are the two places that I frequent. And we'll definitely put those links um, on the podcast uh, header for people to contact you. Gail, thank you for taking time with us today. Appreciate you. Chris, always fun to talk to you. I'll see you soon, hon. Take yeah. care, everybody. Hey friend, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please leave a review and subscribe to catch future casts. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it so others can benefit from it as well. I'll see you in the trenches. <laughs>